Welcome to the Allen Street Podcast, episode 74. We are moving right along. Welcome back. We took a week off. I was on vacation. Come back smelling like vacay. Mm. Uh, hopefully not, because I was in Vegas. And it was, it, you Came know, back Vegas. smelling like money, though. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, your boy did all right. Did all right <laughs> in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, not as okay as my cousin. You guys, you know, uh, my cousin Rich the Gambler, man. He's out there, bro. He's out there. He has a, uh, this a scent. He can smell the money in Vegas. and He, he get right to it. Um, but... Listen, I'm glad to be back in the house. Glad to be joined by my co-host, Brian's in the building. Hey, what up? All right, cool. And Jeff is here. What's going on, everybody? How we doing? Uh, shout out to you guys for listening, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, please remember to like and share the podcast. We're on all uh, your DSPs. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on uh, Google. We're on Stitcher. All those good things, we're there to listen to. Pan- or not Pandora. Was it uh, iHeart? We're on all those guys. Uh, so please like and listen to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, so like I said, I'm back from Vegas, right? It was a great trip. Flew out of Pittsburgh, which was one of the longest flights I've ever had to take. I hate it. Uh, flew Southwest. It was cool. I hate Pittsburgh's airport. They really get involved in their whole football team and their rings and stuff. It was gross. Get out to Vegas, man. So first and foremost, we rent a car. If you guys don't know if you're traveling for the summer, rent your car early. There's a rental car shortage going on. Um, because the rental car companies had to sell off part of their fleets to stay ahead or stay afloat while the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So I've seen some people like try to get cars. I couldn't even get them. They were just stranded there. I've seen some people because of lines being so long, they canceled the reservation on one company and went with the company with the shorter line. I've seen that happen while I was there. It was nuts. Uh, so while I was out there, I got a, <laughs> That's just funny to nah, there was like three dudes and they were like foreign. So I didn't know what they're saying, but they were like, bro, no, no, and they're just talking back and forth. And they were just like, nah, cancel. And you're like, you sure you don't get paid? Like, yeah. So they canceled it, went over to National, and they rolled out. Um, I got to do all the fun stuff I like to do in Vegas. I really got to travel around, got some In N Out Burger. It was great. Got it off the strip, so it was cheaper this time. Then I was like, you know what? I'm out in Vegas, man. I'm about to I'm about to do it big. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get me some gummies. It's legal out here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and get a get me some gummies to try out here in Vegas. So I drop everybody off, and I'm like, I'm, I'm headed to the dispensary. I did not know this was going to be like a regular drug deal. That was the thing that threw me off. I pull up to this dispensary called Hell. If you're out in Vegas, check it out. They said they got a drive-thru. I'm thinking the drive-thru is going to be like, you know, fast food restaurant. You pull up there. They got a list of stuff. You say, hey, give me a number four, and you pull up to the next window. That's what I thought it was going to be uh, like. I do leaned out the window. said, what you need? Nah, not even out the window, Jeff. My man was sitting there in a folding chair with a tablet. Oh. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, wait, is this the guy? Is this the guy I'm supposed to talk to? Guy was like, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> you want some pre-rolls? I was like, no, no, that's, are you the guy I talked to? And he was like, Do yeah. you work here, sir? Yeah. Not He's like, yeah, what you, what you need? So, like, he comes out of his folding chair that's just behind the building. And um, we go through the whole process. And uh, then I pull up to the next window. And this, I swear it had to be an old bank. Because even their window was like a weird a weird window. Um, so, yeah, that was real cool. So I tried that. I tried a half a gummy and, like, passed out and went to sleep. So that is that is my story with the Vegas gummies. Uh, oh, no, I tried a half one and passed out and went to sleep because I was just tired that day. The second day I tried, like, one and a half. And my wife claims I could barely open my eyes. And I just complained about the light being on. Like, the lamp was on. It was too bright. And I was like, turn that lamp off. And I just went to sleep from there. Um, woke up, watched the Lakers win. 
So it was a great time in Vegas. Glad to be back. People are not wearing their mask out there in Vegas. They did not care. It was only about, it was like an 80-20 split. Uh, people, people did not care. Uh, Vegas was open. Though. Vegas is really about to be open this weekend, Memorial Day weekend. So. Man, when, they, when the CDC said that, like, you know, if you got vaccinated and you don't got to wear a mask, people, we, we all kind of knew. Like, ain't nobody, and you know, people aren't going to honor that. You I know what I mean? I was still expecting that places, like places of business, where, like if you had your signs on, you know, wear a mask. We went to a gas station. If you ever go to Vegas, I, I recommend that you stop prior to going to your hotel to get, like, snacks and, like, liquid and Gatorade and water and stuff because they're going to overcharge you at the hotel. They're going to charge you four fifty for a Gatorade that's 20 ounces. So we go in there to do it and they have a sign on the door, like, please wear a mask. And nobody was really wearing a mask except for my guy, Corey, behind the counter who was doing all the checking out. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised at the fact that people are just kind of going to be like, you know what, if you wear it, you wear it. If you don't, I'm not getting into a, I'm not getting into an argument with someone because if they say, well, I'm vaccinated, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're going to prove it. You yeah. Know I mean? so, like, that's where we're at. I mean, literally, Tuesday, starting, what is it, Wednesday next week? Here it's going to be a free for all because once we hit that June second, it's going to start to be whatever. Everyone's just going to take it off. I'm still going to wear my mask, but because I'm not trying to ask anyone like harass me on like if I'm vaccinated. I don't know if anyone would ask me, but I'm not. I'm not going to go down that route. No, no one's going to ask me. Uh, People don't tend to talk to me uh, too often in public, so it's good. So I'm not going to worry about it. I will just have my. uh, I have. I took a picture of my vaccinated card though. You know, in case we needed it while we're on vacation, I recommend people do that. If you're traveling, airports still have you doing it though. Um, the CDC hasn't said no on the airplane, so did have to wear a mask the whole ride out there. That was not the most comfortable. No, man, especially if you're trying to go to sleep on a plane. I mean, I can. You know, I me, mean, I can sleep anywhere, but what uh, a mask on. I did it, dude. Um, <laughs> I did. I was. I was. That has to be annoying. Flying like on a long flight and keeping a mask on. Uh, if I'm tired, I'm tired. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, you took it down like you wanted to, you know, eat your snacks or whatever. So, uh, but yeah. So that, that Vegas is is still out there, guys. Go out, have some fun. Put some bets down on the brownies, man. I'm pulling for the brownies hard this year. Baker, I'm looking at you, guy. I'm in your corner, 100 MVP. Let's both get paid. You'll cash out. I'll cash out. Both mm. of us, big time. Um, but before we jump into the sports, man, want to jump into, uh, music DMX new album, RIP DMX had a new album come out. You guys get a chance to listen to any of it? Uh, I am eight songs into it right now. Cause I didn't have my car for most of the week. So mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to listen. I have not. But I, I'm, I'm eight songs in like, I'm going to tell you guys, man, it, it, it was cool because a lot of great features on there. Um, but I'm going to tell you, it, it's two sad things. One, listening to the prayer from DMX, like on this album and knowing, you know, where he's at now and everything. And he had a song to his son out there. Um, it's called Letters to His Son. It's called Call Me. And he, like, puts yeah. his phone number in the song to, for, you know, to reach out to his oldest son. And I guess they kind of had a, a strenuous relationship and he was trying to reach out through the music. And hearing that song and knowing, you know, the outcome of him passing away, that was tough to hear. That was real sad. That was like, man, like from when he recorded that till his death, I hope that they did have some kind of conversation or reach some kind of conflict resolution or, you yeah. know, we're, we're at peace with their relationship. You hear something like that and then knowing the outcome. So that part was real tough. Other than that, I enjoyed 
the album overall, though? I know you're only eight songs in, but how did you like it so far? Uh, so far, I like it. I mean, the one thing I will say is, like, some of it you can hear, like, DMX's voice where you hear, like, his age a little bit in it. Yeah, you, yeah, you can you, hear that. You can, you can tell the, the age because, like, the raspiness is a little bit older. So it wasn't like the DMX we're used to hearing that sounded younger, but it's still, you still got, like, a raw DMX with, right. like, how he raps Going into the prayers, like you still could like hear his faith through it, despite like everything. The content else. was the same. Yeah, the content was the, the same. So the I same. I the love the originality of it still being DMX with all the features on it. And man, Swiss Beats is just you know he's a monster. He's man. He's a monster, man. Like you got to like just call give, himself. Yeah, man. He like Alicia calls him a monster too. I bet. I don't know. Oh boy. All okay. right. Jesus, we you okay? Whatever. <laughs> uh, speaking of Swiss beats, about God, this, bless what? it. I, all right, fine. You guys just think Alicia is just falling for nobody. She's just out here singing all hey, these great love songs. The, oh my God! But I, okay, we're not right. we're not doing this. Fine. Anyway, as I was mentioning, Swiss, him and Tim are going to do another verses. They they were kind of the two that started the verses, but it was before it really caught on. So they're going to yeah. redo it. And those two got catalogs that they can pull from whatever. They may do a true beat battle and just be unreleased beats. They may do it with their songs. I don't even know how they're going to do it because they got so much heat. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, mentioning Swiss. But, yeah, the, the DMX album, definitely got to check it out. Yep. And then uh, Nas was on there twice. Jay's on Jay's there. On the, Jay's on there on with the, Nas, actually. Yeah, Jay and Nas on the same Which track. Which is cool because another track with Jay-Z and Nas, man. Like you know. Yeah, and then I don't know if you guys seen the clips. I, I haven't watched the whole episode of The Barbershop. Oh, watching um, it tonight. But yeah, the clips with uh, Jay Z was on the Barbershop LeBron show on HBO Max. And he was talking about performing um, after with DMX. DMX too. Well, yeah, well, they're on the same tour, but yeah, after DMX performed and just like how DMX made him step up his, his stage show, just how X had all the guys just excited just from the, the rawness of the music. And then he was talking about how he took his shirt off and all the girls went crazy. And then he's mentioned how he started, he prayed at the end, and now everybody in the arena is crying. And then it's like, all right, Jay, you got to go on after that. And he's just like, <laughs> wait, what? Like, so, and it's just like, he was just talking about the competition between those two throughout their careers. Um, I remember hearing early on in versus, like they asked DMX about it. And the number one person he wanted to go against was Jay. Um, and there's just um, stories about how Jay and DMX would battle before, you know, even well, they were really put on famous like that. So it was be just a, a real, be a fly on that wall. Right. I would have loved, I would have loved to hear that. And then uh, there was been a, there's been a lot out by DMX, uh, um, unsung. They had his biography on TV one. Yeah. Well, you know, it was interviews with him, you know, it was a two part interview. So there's just been this, a lot with DMX this, uh, this past month. This album really just kind of, it took me back, man, to like being an overall fan of DMX, you know, from the first time hearing him to like, Obviously, listen to what we obviously would say his last album. It just, you know, sadly enough that he's gone. But you know, to have that come out really is like, yo, it was. Yeah, it's great that he was working on something at the time, right? This right. isn't a lot of old, like unreleased verses. Like he was actively working on an album at the time. So it's nice that you got these fresh verses, and it's nice that a lot of these people, like he was actually working with, right? It wasn't something like. Oh, we got old verses and we're going to throw somebody else new on there. Right. Like yeah. a lot of these things were known, you know, what they were going to do. So that is, um, that's a blessing in and, itself. And, you know, I'll add to what I'll say about that. And it's not about DMX. Well, kind of, but we obviously got a chance to grow up listening to DMX. And like one artist that uh, is gone now that I really did enjoy the album was like Pop Smoke. 
I was like, that is a guy that probably would have grown on me over time, but now we won't get that from him because he, he had like that raw rap style, you know, that you could Very unique like, voice, yeah, right? Man, like, yeah. he kind of reminds you of 50 somewhat, and that's right. why he worked with 50. There's but, some similarities for sure. Yeah. Um, and 50 executive helped, executive produce the album that came out. There is some unreleased verses from Pop, so we'll still get more music, but obviously not the same, right? Not like the same. Saying, You're not like, going to get years of, like, of him the and, albums and, and so stuff young. like that. I mean, yeah. you know, they wrapped up his murder investigation. Turns out just, these kids were trying to rob him over a watch and stuff. You yeah, know it was what I'm stupid. It's just, it's just dumb that a life was lost. Really, two lives lost now. You know, that kid's going to go away forever. Pop Smoke's never coming back. And um, he was big on that whole Brooklyn drill scene and their music. I would have loved with Bobby Schmurter getting out of jail and Pop Smoke being hot as he was. Man, that would have been the... You would have been a great spot for music it, just it in been, general. It would have been dope. It would been dope for New York and, and yeah. their younger artists. Because a lot of times we're old, right? We're we're all like older people, so we kind of just associate New York with some of the older artists, the the Jays and the fifties and the you know Puffs and all. But no, for those young guys coming up, that that would have been big for them, man. Um, I had another hip hop topic, but real quick, let me let me I'm gonna substitute something in real quick. What do you guys do when you ask your girl what she want to eat and she don't got an answer? Like how how heavy of a combo is this? Let me let me paint the scene to you. I asked my wife what we want to eat. She goes, I don't care. This is for tonight? You were no, this, this is the other day. This is in general, okay. It was the other day. And then she was like, I don't care. And I hit back with like, yo, let's get this. Immediately, no, I don't want that. You just said you didn't care. And I gave you the option like, all right, if you don't want that, then what do you want? I don't know. I don't care. I'm ready to just like flip out. I'm like, you just pick your own food then. Like, what do you guys got to do? Like, why can't girls make a decision on what to eat? What I like to do is I like to drop it off and say, all right, we'll think about it for a while. Instead, here's here's my thing, because I feel like I'd still rather you put time into it than than me get that, because then that makes me mad. If I get what Jay got, that makes me mad. Because my answer to that is, go get your own food, I'm going to get my own food. Because, right, if you tell me you don't care, then it's and I say something, because then I'm like, in my mind... A lot of times as guys, I think that we already partially probably even know what we want, right? When we're like, or at least have something in mind we wouldn't mind having, right? right. So so we bring it up, and then when we get that, I don't care. And you're like, all right. In, the, in your mind, you're like, dope. Let's grab Swenson's. Yeah, I don't want Swenson's. Well, what the? F- <laughs> I so, just asked you. So, so for me, I'm like, all right, we'll think on it for a couple of minutes. Cause I, I'm like, I eat in like time windows. Cause I try to eat even when my, when I have my cheat day, I eat in like time windows. Cause like, you know, I'll eat my breakfast, my, my snack, my lunch, my snack. So I drop it off a little early. All right. Think about it for a while. Then I might revisit. You come up with something. No, you give me two no's. This is what I want. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I, I'm, uh, I'm getting my Swenson's. And if you don't want the Swenson's, then you can go ahead and get something else, but I'm gonna get the Swensons. But I mean, that's for me. I just rather let it simmer because I get too I get too annoyed when you give me the no, and then I suggest and you give me nah 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 nah. nah, nah. Yeah, I hate the. Uh, <laughs> I hate that. Um, I think in the past it was kind of rough for Sierra and I, but now where we live at, if we both want food and it's like, well, what do you want? And we like, she doesn't really know. I'll just say, well, do you want? Twisted tomato. It's around the corner. It's an easy go-to for the both of us, typically. And if it's not that, then there's, like, this hibachi express place around the corner, and we'll get that. So it's become easier because we already know, like, there's these the go-to places that we know we could just literally pick. 
and it like will be the best for you know it's good for both of us now if she's hungry and i'm not hungry and she was like and she may ask me like hey what do you want when i say i don't care i legitimately don't care she mm. may throw an offer out there and i'm like all right i'll take this from there because I, I i genuinely can eat anywhere i but don't have an issue. if i say i don't care Go ahead and pick, cause I honestly yeah. don't care. Like I, I really don't. I every don't place care. sell chicken tenders. You know what I'm saying? So like I'll be all right. Like no matter what, like I'll be fine. They have chicken tenders everywhere. But if it's like the only thing what I care about is like if we're going out to the actual restaurant, then I don't say that because I hate going to hibachi. I hate going to have to sit with a bunch of people I don't know. And eat. Like that oh yeah, we, I mean hibachi express for us is literally like a. No, little, I'm oh. just saying the express is cool because oh, yeah. to go. I'm saying and like it's cheaper than a restaurant. Restaurant wise, like if we're picking restaurants, like she loves to go to hibachi. She can go with her friends all day. I hate the concept of I'm going to go sit by a bunch of people that I don't know and have dinner. Well, that's why you got to get a group of friends to go so you guys don't have to sit with randoms. Right. Yeah, and but it's just it's just annoying to, to do that. Like I just yeah. I'd rather just sit at the table and bring my food. Yeah. Also, I don't want you to bring my food and like cook my food in sections. Like just bring me the completed plate. Like I don't need to see you do the rice over here. No, bring me my food and yeah. we'll call it a day. There has been times when like Sierra may be like, "Hey, uh, you know, are you hungry?" And you know, she'll be like, "Well, I'm going to get Jimmy John's." I'll just be like, "No." Cause like I I always don't like oh, cause they don't toast us up. No, we ain't doing that. Like I'll get Jimmy John's from time to time, or like she might get Panera and I'll pass. I'm like I'll just go drink a smoothie. You know what I mean? Because like in right. certain moments, I can just think of something like oh, I just get something in the kitchen. You know what I mean? Because to me it's like I don't want to end up like ordering from somewhere I really don't even care about. Like my thing that with much. that is I can't get away with that. My wife has a real big thing about if we don't eat together. It's really annoying. Um, <laughs> it is super annoying. Like, I have to, like, sometimes get stuff I don't even want, like, at the time, just because if I'm, like, no, nah, I don't want to eat right now, like, it's a problem. Now, if she does that, it's no problem. If I do that, it's a problem. I mean, that could just be, like, probably because, you know, some people probably just have just different, different upbringings, well, you know, people like eating, eating together. Um, I try to see. I see. I try to see the good on stuff, nah, you man. Just come up with some bullshit sometimes. Nah, no, like no, that's a real thing, though. Like, nah, there are I, people I, who grew up in households where they, they like. Do, but no one, everybody was hungry at the same time. Dude, when I, when I was growing up, like... You were hungry at the same time you were a kid. You had to eat because they'd say, come eat. Yeah. When we were kids, you had to eat. The difference is, as a grown adult, one, I'd like to think I've earned some rights. One of them being, <laughs> I'm going to eat when I want to eat. Like If I'm not ready to eat right now, I'm going to eat. I think it just takes you back to like when you ate as a family, though, because some people it's still not, like no, to and eat. I, and I get that as a family, but sometimes it's like... Because of what my work schedule and stuff like that, like maybe I'll eat lunch later, and so like, oh, I wouldn't yeah. really be hungry at the time that we would eat dinner because then we want to eat dinner normal time for the kid and all that kind of stuff. But I may not be hungry then because I ate dinner. I ate lunch at like three or something like that because it just works. So I don't know. I'm just, I just annoyed girls out there. When someone asks what you want to eat, have an idea. And if you say you don't care, then it's all, you don't get an opinion. Typically when you say you don't care, it literally means like when the option is presented to you, don't counter offer because you already just expressed that you Listen, don't care. And I, we try to do the three things. We try to do it like, all right, you don't care. Here, here's three options. You pick one of these three options. And sometimes that doesn't even work. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, it is. It definitely is what it girl, is. Girl, it's like, that, so difficult. Man, that's uh, why you got to have a go-to, man. Like, you got to have, like, two places that both of you guys genuinely like that you can just we always. We like a lot of places. That's not even the problem. The problem is if someone's in the mood for that place or not. You know what I'm saying? And, like. Because Chipotle could be that. Like, we can always, you know, Chipotle's real easy. You know, got the drive through order ahead, boom. But it's like not all the time you want to get Chipotle. You know what I'm saying? It's like sometimes I want some chicken. Oh, I don't want chicken. 
Well, then why did you say you didn't care what you? All right, I got you. Anyway, moving along, <laughs> moving along. Girls just trying to ruin my life. Um, going back to hip hop, I wanted to touch on this. I brought this up to you, Brian. Uh, there's a, uh, a meme rolling around. Oh, breaking news. Miami Heat got swept. Which is crazy because they were in the finals last year. It, but because of, of a bubble, but you know, I mean, it was a little bit of a different atmosphere. A little bit different, but no, Milwaukee ain't playing no games this year. Giannis, and, and Gian- isn't, Giannis isn't playing. Or Giannis any. was hurt last year, too. Remember, yeah. people were trying to say he's copping out, but I think he was he was legit hurt last year in the bubble. Looks like when Milwaukee's going to be playing Brooklyn. That's cool. Well, yeah, I, I would bet money on that. We know how that's going to go. <laughs> All right, so back to this. So yeah. there's a meme going around talking about Mount Rushmore of 2010 hip-hop. So they have three spots taken. Obviously, Drake. Shout out to Drake. Just won Artist of the Decade by Billboard. I think that was appropriate. Um, the other spot is J. Cole. And then the last spot's Kendrick. They're saying who gets the fourth spot for the 2010s, right? So a lot of people are saying, yo, that's not when Wayne was the hottest, right? That's not Jay's top. That's not Kanye. Even though these people put out projects, that, that really wasn't their generation. They weren't leading the charge. So... I want to know is who you guys think get the last, gets that last spot in the 2010s. And, and I've seen a lot of names float out there. If you want me to give you some to kind of jog your memory, I can. Or if you have somebody off top, who do you think? Um, Honestly, I'm really going to roll with, uh, for me, I'm picking, I'm picking Travis Scott. Uh, we, we know that like his albums, his features and him being featured on albums have been, you know, good or exceptional because you know when you're talking about like drake kendrick and was it cole right yeah drake kendrick Kendrick cole Cole. yeah so the four spot to me i I would definitely have to go with travis scott overall you know and i'm thinking about a a lot of artists you know since then i'm uh, thinking because it's an interesting thing because when you think about you're thinking of albums you're thinking of impact you're thinking of the music travis scott's definitely up there man that astroworld album was one of the biggest albums was that like 2018? Yeah, because I, I, I know he did the Super Bowl performance. Uh, because That's of also that album. a big yeah. deal, too, yeah. And you know, you know, it's hard. Well, he's considered an R&B artist, but, like, he floats between rap and R&B. So, it's like, I'm not going to say Chris Brown would be in that spot because okay. he floats with R&B. He's more of an R&B he's artist an R&B than a rap artist. artist. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to So, he can't go in there. But, like... No, I mean, yeah, Drake's a rapper too, but he floats into R and B too. Sometimes. But Drake raps way more than he yeah, sings. Yeah, that is also yeah. And Chris sings way more than he actually raps. Yeah. And when you look at their biggest songs, they're in those categories, right? Like Drake's right. rapping on his biggest songs. Chris is singing right. on his biggest songs. Yeah. So for me, man, I'm, I'm definitely going to go with with Travis Scott overall. Um, that that's going to be my it's pick. Very interesting pick. I I, I would disagree only because I think Astro World was huge, but I think that was it. Like, I mean. Obviously, he had other other things he's done and other projects, but he definitely can be mentioned up there. And from a pop culture standpoint, him and his baby's mom is right up there, right? Like, true. His baby's mom is maybe hotter than he is, right? Not obviously hotter than the look, but I'm talking about just as popular. 2010. Oh, no, he wouldn't count either because Ross was out before 2010. Ross was, but that, yeah, I don't know if that was really yeah. his time frame. But Ross is one of those people giving us consistent albums every yeah, year. Yeah, so like, you know, Kanye. Kanye's giving us consistent work every year, but would you say that was like the peak Kanye or that was his generation? Like, I would say, because where we have that that generation from Kanye? Look, look it up. I think we had Life of Pablo. 2010s, you really mean from 10 all the way through. 19, right? Isn't that 10 years? Yeah, so he gave us, in that time spring, he gave us Jesus is King, Jesus, 
My Beautiful Dark Twisted Mind was in 2010. Yay was in 18. Life of Pablo was in 16. So that's... I mean, like... That's, that's a, interesting, but I feel like... I, oh, I feel and, like, and Watch the Throne was in 11. I feel like it's more... Like, he was more the lead... Because this is... I, th- I feel like people who are taking, like, the leadership of hip hop, like... Not already the established artist, but who was like the leader of that generation? That's what I was thinking. That's, that's why I didn't I go with like Kanye, Jay Z, and, and that's Ross. why I kind of felt like Kanye was the last. He was the generation before that, right? Like so, when we talk about like when he started off and reached like his peak, that's like, fair. You know, eight oh eight and heartbreaks came out before twenty ten, didn't it? Yeah, right. And it so, was right. It was like that right, was a right, big. Right. That was. I mean, I mean, all his albums have been big, right? He's right. a huge artist. I just feel like. 808s was you can mention him being one of the top artists of the decade, but when we're talking about like who took the throne, like in that bunch, and that bunch, and the names, like you said, Future, you think Big Sean's, you think Nicki Minaj's, like Nicki was the first person I went to. I don't know if it was enough music, but what she did put out was dominant. It was dominant, and then it was the impact of now you see all these girl artists who you feel like are Nicki's daughters. I she would say her sons, but. (laughs) You feel like there's a bunch of Nikki offspring running around. And before Nikki, not like there wasn't female rappers. That's just, you know, obviously there were, but none were dominating that we were hearing on the on the radio. Like No, I mean you Nikki had came some, across and Yeah, really changed the game for female artists. I mean, because obviously we know little Kim was out there. Right. We know, know the little Kims and the Queen Kim's, Latifas yeah. and, and the and the Jean Grey. But they weren't and, dominating the radio. They weren't right, on the just, radio. Even they weren't as popular. They just right. weren't there. Like and and once Nikki came along, it was like the rebirth of the female MC. Yeah, she flipped the script for sure. And it, and so it was like we we got a lot of, you know, where we have the city girls, where we have you know Cardi with we didn't I have Nikki. This the twerkulator man. Yes. Bro. Yeah, all summer, all summer, almost jumped on my roof and start dancing that Friday, bro. Like just stopped on the middle of the highway and city just start breaking it down on the sunroof. But uh, um, oh man, a lot of people mention Big Sean's name, right? Big Sean, I just don't know if he gets the same respect because there's there's guys like I feel like Big Sean and say like a Wale are just like a class under that, right? Like. They're in, the same, they're in the same class, but I'm saying they're like a level underneath where they don't get the same kind of respect or cachet as the Drake, Cole, Kendrick level. You know me. I love Big Sean. I put Big Sean way Like, as far as personal favorites for me, I put him way up there. I've still been saying what you call I, it, Finally Famous. Is I still don't think their names. Like, we know the Big Sean and Wale's and stuff like that, but I think when you're talking about, like, when people just know – I, I'm trying to frame like, this like word. a crossover type success or like pop type success. Yeah, where they get like a lot of recognition across like a lot of through a lot of I different. I don't know people. because Big Sean has dated a lot of famous chicks, right? Like you know Ariana Grande and you know what I mean like um, whoever he's with now, the R&B singer. I can't think of her name. Like he's been with a lot of famous <laughs> girls there. He's made a lot of great music. No, I agree, but I, I'm still with you where I just don't know. He just, for whatever reason, gets like that. They level don't get the below. same respect as J. Cole, Kendrick, right? They don't get that god tier yeah. level MC that we put those they three, and they should, but they just don't. I don't know if they should. I, I mean, there's a reason those three get it, and and there's a reason we're talking about who the fourth one is, right? Like, yeah, and I mean, and it very well may not be Travis Scott either. I mean, the same thing I feel about Wale. I feel like Wale has given us a pr- a plethora of music. He's given us like club records. He's given us great features. He's given us like introspective tracks. 
He's giving us R and B tracks, and he still doesn't get mentioned where I think he would like. I would love to see Wale in a versus because I think people would give him like, "Oh yeah, I forgot Wale was doing this." Yeah, right? and like, I think that would kind of help. They forget about bad. They forget about right. those other kind of records. He didn't. They forget about stumping in your Nike boots. They forget about all that kind of stuff. True. Well, DC or nothing. Mixtape about nothing was right. Like uh, the thing about Wale, that's an interesting conversation. I actually saw a TikTok the other day where a dude was talking about Wale specifically. It's funny that you say that. And the dude was talking about like Wale was supposed to be like, not like literally, but like the idea of like Wale was supposed to be like Drake. Like Wale's versatile. He can do a lot. He can give you like some real bars or he can give you something deep. He's got the lyrics. Like, I just don't know if it was like the direction he went with when he, you know, signed because he was with what MMG for a while. I mean, I he just, was. He had a lot of issues label wise. He's always complaining about the label. There, there's a lot of stuff where people feel like Wale is a, a big complainer, right? Where he's saying like he's saying essentially what we're saying, but he shouldn't say it because it's him. Like, let the fans say that. Let the fans say, "Yo, Wale should be mentioned up here," and he's like. You'd be like, oh, you know, be humble right. about it. He, but he's saying, why am I not mentioned up here? And people take that the wrong way. I don't, because I get it. Like, if you don't root for yourself, who's going to? But well, plus, Wale's not a bum. Like, Wale's saying that I should be mentioned right, up there. I'm nice. right. Yeah, like, there's a big difference. It's not like we're talking about, like, Lil Peep or whoever some of these guys are saying, I need to be, <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to be mentioned with the top guy. Bro, no one knows you, and you have more tattoos on your face than some people have on their body. Shut up. <laughs> My thing is, is, like, so for me, I if Wale says that stuff, I'm like, Jay, I don't take that the wrong way. Talk Like, talk your shit. No, I'm, I'm with it, and Wale is done a lot that he could be in that spot. And I just don't think people realize it. That's why I would love Wale and a big Sean versus. I would love for those two, because people are, are sleeping on, excuse me, how great of artists those two are. Nikki's great, but Nikki's like such a crossover success. I think that's why Nikki could easily be mentioned up there. Like I said, um, the other name that I keep seeing was future. Now, Future, I personally am not a huge fan of, right? Like, I can't get through a lot of Future albums. but It's really hard. But when you talk about you need the, the like, you need to, to turn up. Turn up tracks. You throw Future on there, hey. it's turned up. Whether it's sure. his track, whether he's featured on the track. So I can't argue with that. Like, he made some of the biggest club records we heard the last that decade. That Superfly super album he did is dope. Bro, we were, I, like, I was still... 11 years ago, I was still going out. I mean, you know what I mean? Like to, to right. The March like, Madness is crazy. March Madness still yeah. get me going. Like, 11 years ago, like, you put a future track on, like, when we were pre-gaming over, like, I just think about pre-gaming over Tony's apartment before going out, and, like, you put a future track on, like, he was putting out bangers. Right. And so a lot of people feel like you can mention future in that. In I that just don't spot. think that he has the versatility to be take that. I, I get why he would take the, why you could put him in the fourth. I just don't know about versatility. Like, Nikki was more versatile, and I think her impact on like the overall, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. To me, I would probably if I had to pick Gunhead, I would probably pick Nikki. Um, because I can see the impact more now of, of what she's done the last decade. But future's been right up there. People were trying to get that future sound. F- future made a way for us to get some of these other cats in the game, like a Fetty Wap, like a designer. You know what I'm saying? Like we he he made he paved the way too. Like he opened doors too with his style. So um He's definitely up there. I know there's uh there's probably some oh you, another person that I thought was interesting, maybe not enough music was Chance. I thought Chance from like his mixtape with Acid Rap, and I thought, um, what's the other mix? I'm missing another mixtape because I'm an idiot. But I thought Chance was um 
could have been mentioned, but I, I still couldn't rightfully put him over like the Wallays or the Big Shans of the world. Yeah, I, I, I definitely can get your point with Nikki being there. Because um, I think her impact over Travis Scott in future with what she's done, I mean, at least, especially for like female artists, what Nikki has done, you know. So I, I definitely. And she agree made with that. it too, where you really had to rap, like you couldn't just, you know, what I'm saying, like be out here and just, you know, be cute and be on records. Like when Nikki was on Monster, like she went against the big dogs and and held her own and possibly had That's the true. best. verse. Some would argue that was the best verse. Right, yeah. like you really, you really had to rap. When you were when you were going against uh, going against, and Nick. now we got that verse with her on that uh, the new track that came out a few weeks ago too. And oh yeah, we were like, talking about that, and and, and it's yeah. another argument like of when we're talking about who had the best verse. Like Nikki's always going to give you that, and she's going to give you the you know the crossover success. Like she's going to give you pop type records and all that kind of stuff. Oh, she was a judge on American Idol for a season. You know what I'm saying? Like people forget that. Like so, I definitely did not know that. Yeah, she she was a judge on American Idol. I think for a season. I think she fell out with one of the other judges or something. Go figure. Um, but no, it's, uh, I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that spot to Nikki. But there's definitely other people. Coloring book. That's what it was. I had to look up the other chance because it was, it didn't count as a um he didn't count it as like a, a studio album. It counted as a mixtape. But that's why I was thinking about Chance. But no, I'm you know what? More and more we talk about. I'm giving it to Nikki. Yeah, yeah. Nikki. Props to Future. Props to uh to Travis Scott because he's definitely up there. Um, and Wale and Big Sean, I think you guys are highly underrated on what you guys bring to the table. But I'm giving the spot to Nikki. That's my final say. I don't. No one cares. I'm not, you know, I'm like, I'm that, two chains was nice not in like that a, era. Oh, two chains was nice. Damn it. Two chains was nice in that era. But he, yeah, he was. He was I'm really. Sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. Two chains was doing some things in that era. If you, I, I, he's not in that spot, but two chains yeah. was nice in that era. I'm just saying. I do miss uh, two things. True religion, um, one of the best mixtapes. Listen, man, we gotta give a shout. We should have started off with a shout out. We gotta give a shout out to our good friend. Uh, me and Brian were at a at a wedding uh, last night. Um, P- Patricia and Lauren, congratulations! Uh, they got married, tied the knot. Uh, took a while. Not the relationship. <laughs> I'm talking about the actual wedding procedures. But you know what? Good things come to those away. And it was turned up as soon as the party yeah, started. Yeah, as soon as bro. the party started, yo, it we was, was swag surfing. Yo. Yeah, <laughs> parties got started. It was it was great. It took a while for the party to get started, but once it did get going, it was a tremendous time. Man. Somebody so, was heavy handed behind that bar too. I woke up with a headache this morning. I looked at Amelia. I said, "Dang, I'm glad you're sleeping in because Dad got a headache." Sierra dipped off for that half marathon today. I woke up. I was like. Yeah, props oh. to your wife for running a half marathon after going out to a wedding last night and having a couple of drinks. That was that's that's really impressive. <laughs> Man, I took that first sip of that drink last night. I said, God, bless it. But Stuff it, was like, I told you they were heavy-handed. Like, I don't recall was, you. It was cool to be out and see people again, yeah. right, and listen to music and all that kind of stuff. Wedding season, though. I want to I want to get you guys' opinion. It's wedding season coming up. I know I got one or two more weddings to go to. What's your Sorry. usual like wedding etiquette? How how are you handling being a guest? Like me, I'm gonna tell you what and what I mean by okay, this. Okay, I'm about to say please explain yourself. Now, here, here's little how little I handle me. weddings. If it's me, I'm skipping the wedding ceremony because I don't care. No offense to anybody. I don't care. I'm showing up to the party on time. I'm gonna show up to the reception probably on time. I'm giving you a gift, straight cash. Your card's going to be a 50-cent card from uh, from Dollar General because I'm buying them two for one. I'm showing up in relaxing shoes. As I learned last night, I should have showed up. I started with dress shoes, should have just showed up with the relaxing shoes. 
I will throw on the khakis and the polo for you, but that's it. I'm not, I'm not now. I'm, some people showed up in shorts. I'm not going to do that to your wedding <laughs> unless you do it outside and it's hot. If you do it outside, that's your fault. Jeans and a t shirt and a fanny pack over your chest. <laughs> Listen, however you want to get it, but that's my wedding season attire. I'm giving you the polo, the khakis, the comfortable tennis shoes that blend in. I'm tossing you some cash and a cheap ass card, and I'm hitting your bar heavy. How are you guys handling your wedding season? I mean, I always I wear a suit and a dress. Brian shirt. does I'm, like to wear a suit. You I'm do like not. To get I, I've ditched a tie. Oh, you ditched a tie. I'm ditching the ties because I'm like, this is stupid. I might bust out an ascot from time to time. Oh, I've only Lord. done it once. Oh, I still Lord. have them. I just don't wear them because I'm like, not the ascot. Not the like, ascot. are you breaking out the pocket watch? No, I don't. I don't even own a pocket watch. You don't own a pocket watch. I own a of fa- all a Halloween. people, I if thought you're gonna wear an ascot. You got. I, I, I thought you own. I have. A couple a, I have watches. a fake one for Halloween, but I don't own a real one. Uh, no, you wear it for the um, Father's Day's coming up, Sierra. Isaiah. <laughs> no, nah, she already got my Father's Day li- uh, gift list. Um, no, I'm just gonna wear a suit, man, like a shirt. Now, I'll tell you, Sierra's a lot better of a friend than I am, so don't expect a gift from me because I typically forget to get people stuff. So I'm either going to cash app you or when I see you, I'm going to hand you your gift card. It's not going to be in a card. It's not going to say congratulations. It's going to say, here's your gift. Do what you want with it. I'm not wasting money on a card that you're going to eventually throw away anyway. Or you can do like me and Sierra do and have a box with all of our wedding cards that neither one of us. Well, I'm definitely not going to go back and read them because there's no reason to. Um, She wanted to keep them as a keepsake. That's fine. You know, people pay money for those. Uh, you know, so that's just me, man. Like I'm going to show up, show my gratitude before I leave. I do always say goodbye to the groom and the bride, give them hugs, say their congrats. Yeah. Leave. We usually stay till almost like a half hour to a half an hour before the wedding ends. I've helped like break down weddings in the past because we stayed so long. Mm. Yeah. You got to be family or something for me to go to the wedding, like the actual wedding. I, I mean, it's got to be like the level of closeness has to be like more than just like a, you know, a friend thing. Cause I, I to go to the wedding, I'm just, I'm like, Jay, I don't really like the wedding now for the, for the reception portion. I I'm punctual. So I'm on time to the reception. Um, you know, I like to get in there. I like to see what's going on. I like to get a, a lay of the land before it gets busy. I like to feel where things are going to be, uh, you know, when that drink bar opens up, I'm usually one of the first ones up there. I want to get my hands on it first before the rush. Right. Um, you know, maybe order two, even if they're both for me. So I'm just getting an extra one for the table. Uh, but uh, dress-wise, it just it kind of just depends on my mood. I'll wear a suit sometimes, but I'm, I'm definitely no tie. Um, like, I'll wear the suit with no tie. Um, or sometimes I'll do just, like, the real nice jeans with, like, a blazer. You know what I mean? And, and the button-up. But then if I go that route, I go... Because I have the button-ups that aren't, like, you know, that, that fit right. They're not real long. So I'll leave the, the button-up untucked. You know what I mean? I'll kind of go, yeah, like, like yeah, that vibe. Um, so, yeah, somewhere in the middle. I, I am still going to wear dress shoes for the most part. Um, sometimes, like, I guess it would also, like, in a summery vibe in, like, a right situation, right wedding, I might go, like, a like I'd have to buy them brand new, but maybe rock with, like, a fresh pair of chucks, like, if the situation was right. Because they'd be a little bit more comfortable in a dress shoe and, like, brand new, it would look nice. Um but yeah, man, I try to, I try to, but I'm not going to the wedding. I don't like weddings. I gotta be honest with like the actual wedding vibe. I don't love now. So last night they got us because it was two for one, right? The, the wedding and the reception are the same place. Very smart. Cause you save yourself a ton of money by doing such. And the wedding ceremonies are relatively quick. Sometimes <laughs> depending on, you know, certain religious backgrounds and stuff like that, they can be incredibly long. So because I tend to not know what religious background people are, 
I tend to skip the actual ceremony part because it's just, like I said, it'd be too long. Some of them got you standing up, down, got to eat crackers and stuff. I don't know. Under whatever. So I, I'm one just showing up to the reception thing. Um, now Brian is a lot nicer to me because Brian talking about saying bye to people. I'm I'm dipping like when it's yeah. when I feel like my wife has had enough and I'm like, all right, gonna have to cut her off. Anytime I'm leaving an event, though, I always um say bye to people. Like Sierra will just she she'll leave, but when I'll she leave. see me saying bye to people, she'll like say bye with me because I always just feel like it's you know it's it's courteous just to say bye to the people who are hosting or. You know that, in, uh, you know, we're nice enough to kind of invite you. No, you're to right. The event. But so I just want to show them that, like, I, I, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I've left things. Like, there's been a few times where I just left, but like, I just want to show my respects and just say thanks for inviting me. See y'all. You know, I'll see y'all later or whatever. See, That's just how is, I am, though. My thing with that is being on the other side of that is like, I don't care. Like, I have so much going through my head as like, you know, hosting the event. You know, what I'm saying. And we're talking weddings in particular. That's like, all right, you left. All right, cool. Like, I still got so much more that I'm thinking about that I got to do that day. Like, I can't even keep track of all the people coming up to say bye. And that's why one of the things that's so funny about when you get married is, like, you don't get to enjoy the reception as much as you thought you were going to get to enjoy the reception. It's still fun, but, like, you have so much to do and so many responsibilities. Like, you don't get to really kick it as much as you want to kick it during your actual own reception. Well, because every time you start trying to, like, kick it, it's like somebody's coming up to talk to you yeah, or they whatever. Yeah, talk to you and stuff like that. And, Man, it's just and I enjoyed like, mine. No, it's not that I didn't enjoy <laughs> oh. mine. I'm saying, like, you just got so many responsibilities that it's so hard to keep track of. Like, mine, we had, like, aftertizers and stuff. Like, I, I missed out on the aftertizers. I missed off on the kind of cake I wanted because there's multiple cake flavors. Like, it was just because I was just busy. Like, I was just, you know. Oh, see, I, d- I didn't even. I just. For me, I just wanted to enjoy the time, and I wasn't even really thinking about the stuff at all, like what was well, going on. Like, I mean, I missed I, out on our cupcakes that we got, like, but I, I was like, it's it is what it is. You pick out this stuff because you like it. Right. right. And then you don't get to partake in some of it. Like, we had a candy bar in mine. The candy bar was gone by the time I got it. Like, I bought this. Like, I wanted to see it. I wanted yeah. to partake in it. And then it's like, oh, guess what? You're busy. You don't get to do that. So Because we had why, the margarita machine. I didn't, But I don't drink frozen margaritas. I so. drank a lot of frozen margaritas at your wedding reception. Them frozen margaritas were going. I, didn't, I, didn't have, I did not day. have one. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> it was like a win-win because it was right. hot. It was super so hot. So the margaritas were keeping you cool and yeah. getting you drunk. Bro, It was those those yeah. frozen margaritas were winning. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a definite I even win. got to dish some out for a while because I had to take place at bartender for a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I even got to give some margaritas out. <laughs> Keep pouring extras to you. Hey, no I was cup. out here. I was taking sips from me and passing them out. Jeff's good. mouth was under the, the faucet uh, thing. Just, hey, Jeff, stop. Hey, <laughs> y'all record this real quick. <laughs> Surprise, that wasn't Tony. <laughs> no, I actually gave Tony a ride home that night. Like, he, yeah, he was, he was pretty drunk, too. Um, so, yeah, that's just the wedding season. Wanted to get a feel of what you guys are doing wedding season. Everyone else out there, act I, record, accordingly. Oh, I know I got two. Well, my cousin's getting married in California. That There's still some logistics happening with that because, man, flights to Cali are pretty pricey. And, uh, whew. I don't know if I want to pay that rate. And then I know we got another wedding. I don't know when that wedding is. October or something? August. August. Okay, thanks. We're I, talking about the one that we're both invited to, right? Yeah, All yeah. Right, it's August. Um, yeah, and I think that's the only one. Oh, Steph has another one, but I don't think it'll be Steph's. Um, yeah, so moving along. We're going to get into some sports. Get into some sports. A lot of stuff has been happening in sports. We've got the NBA playoffs going on right now. Um, which me and Jeff are talking. We, we all kind of feel like it may be Brooklyn versus the Lakers by the end of this. But... That hasn't stopped us from having some good games and some, you know, competitive things. It's been great to see NBA fans back in the stands. However, 
I don't know if it's just because fans have been away so long that they're just starting to trip out now, but fans is being kind of kind of ridiculous out here. We had a disrespectful um, a popcorn incident where they're dumping popcorn on Russell Westbrook, where he's leaving the court injured. Trey Young got spit at in the in the garden. Spit at, um, which doesn't surprise me. New Yorkers are disgusting people. Um, and then there was another thing where John Morant's family was getting like cussed out and double middle fingered at his mom and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, yo, fam, I'm excited to have NBA playoffs. I'm excited sports is back. I'm excited fans are there because it's definitely a different feeling with fans in the building. But yo, come on, we can't have people this was kind cooped of stuff up in the crib too man. long. They just thought that they could just come out acting wild. Dude, I, I, where, I, what do you guys want to see happen in these situations? Let the NBA player whoop that ass. Okay, I'm with you. Like, no, let, but that's what I'm saying. My let man, it go. Hey, my man Tristan Thompson said the other day, he said, let somebody spit on me, I'm following him home. <laughs> bro, and, it, and the thing that's crazy is I wasn't mad at him. I said, I respect that. Bro, you spit on me. What I want, don't talk to me about banning nobody from a game. Don't talk to me about banning nobody from the stadium for a season or for life or whatever. Here's my thing. What am I allowed to do? Legally give me my options. So you're not going to let me beat his ass because I'm too high profile, right? I'm not going to be allowed right. to beat him up. Cool. I'm pressing charges then. Here's my thing. I, well, I used to watch cops and stuff all the time. If you spit on somebody, that can be – that's actually arrestable offense, and they call it battery. because right. they, Like, it's assault. It's a battery. So my thing is, I want that done. Does it prove anything? No. Do I need the money? Do I need – I'm not going to sue you. I don't want any of that. No, but I'm, my I'm thing suing is, you. I'm going to make sure I'm doing you... it all to prove a point. This it, It's just to prove a point. You think it's okay to do shit like this. I want to make sure – that I can do whatever's within my rights to punish you for what you did. I want to also point out that dude that spit on Trey Young, 50 Cent was right there too. And right, I think some of it might have caught 50. Went, went now, right if I'm on. 50, Woo. I'm like, yo, you know I hit the gym. Bro, I'm the, about to beat the dog the shit The girl out of sitting you. next to 50 saw the spit come past her because you see her in the video like, yeah, they, yeah she, she like shrugged her shoulder and Trey Young didn't like. Trey if, Young didn't even know what happened, bro. Trey, no, New York's wild in general, man. They passed out flyers every come in. It's like tonight's chance can be Trey Young's balding, Trey's balding, or some shit like that. Well, That's know, funny, and I'm cool with that. But and the even, spit. even Trey said he was cool with that. He's like, I don't mind the chance and the flyers, but, but you, we just can't be out here no, spitting you, on people. You, you, Listen, I have, we're still in a pandemic. And you're going to be nasty enough to spit on someone in a pandemic? My uh, biggest problem is too is these. The, you wouldn't spit on Trey Young on the street. If mm-hmm. you you wouldn't you ain't you you ain't dumping I promise you you're not dumping popcorn like, on Russell Westbrook the, on the, the street. The thought process to literally just hack one up and spit on someone from that distance, because like so, but, uh, if you would have like, if you would have missed and it would have for real hit fifty. Oh, 50, 50 is going he's, Yeah, like my man's been shot, so bro, like he definitely he definitely about. I to heard him. about a situation or another thing where fifty like got disrespect or someone made him mad at like a hookah bar or something. And 50 just started throwing tables and chairs and stuff. like. Oh, that whole NBA game would have got canceled the <laughs> other night. Bro, I'm going to sit there would have went WWE with a chair on someone. If I'm Trey Young and I know you, and I realize you spit on me, I get it. He didn't realize it happened. I get it. But if I realize you spit on me, it's going to be the get down in the garden. I'm going because I'm, I'm in. There's no holding back. In the climate that we live in right now, I don't care about the playoffs. I understand I'll be criticized about it forever. I understand there'll be fines. If you got the guts to spit on me and I see it and in this climate of like Jason said, the pandemic, 
I'm in the stands and I'm at your throat, bro. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm just I'm, asking 50. Can you, excuse me, sir. I just need to get through because I don't want to actually knee you while I jump over you. I'm going to ask for him to get up and move to the side. 50 might have turned around and just hit him if he realized it happened. And the, the reality is 50 would have just been like, yo, you really spit on somebody? Like, what is wrong? And he might have just threw one just because. It, it's, it's, that part is just so gross. Like, the popcorn and stuff is disrespectful and annoying, right? You know, you're dumping that. And, but. Disrespecting someone by spit—that's a whole other. That's that's a different level. We grew up and, thinking that was one. I don't know about you guys, but to me, I was always taught that's like one of the most disrespectful things you could do to somebody. Like, period. Right. Even if you accidentally spit on someone, like while talking, you feel like real pot. Like, oh my bad, man. I'm super yeah. sorry. Like to actually try to actually do that to someone, and then I'm not gonna lie too. Going after athletes' parents and stuff like that in the stance, like ridiculing them. That's corny. And what's crazy then, and, and Utah's notorious, right, for this. We've had a lot of racial issues in Utah that we've heard right. through the years. But Always then, with Russ. Russ got, it was in Utah, too. But, I don't know people but then on Russ. the flip side, though, I saw these three white dudes who were Utah fans that, like, kicked it with Ja's dad the whole game. Like, like had the best time. They even bought John Moran's dad a drink. They talked crap to each other, like, friendfully, like, back and forth. Yeah. Right. They, they took videos with John Moran's dad. John Moran's dad was joking back, and it was like, this is the side of sports that we want. Like, you can root for opposing teams, you, you and, but you can have fun with it. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you can ridicule and go back and forth and just talk a little trash. Yeah. And all that. But when you're trying to flip off somebody's mom on the court, like, bro, don't, don't, don't do that. Like, yeah, because we got now timeout got to be taken. I got to come up into the stands right, and we're going to have some right. words. Because that's I, the last thing. You're mom. not disrespecting my mom. You're not disrespecting my dad. You're not disrespecting any of my family. Over some, over this. Like, if you want to talk a little bit of trash, cool. But, like, let's not, let's keep it classy, people. Like, because I, I, I don't have a problem with, uh, you know, with um, opposing teams like what John was on the road and his family being there to support him. I don't have a problem with that. Same way. I didn't have a problem with Isha Curry was in Cleveland supporting him and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I don't have a problem with you, you know, ridiculing their, their particular play, booing them, all that. Kind of, that's fine. But like, don't go after someone's parents. They're not playing the game for, for first and foremost. They're really just another fan there. Like you're not going to do that to another fan. Well, you shouldn't do that. I'm not gonna say you're not me and Brian seeing a situation. Sure. These people, what was it years ago? The Browns were playing the Washington at the time Redskins. Now there's Washington football team, which is still stupid, and they need to pick a name. Um, and these fans were just watching the game, leaving, and these Browns fans were just on their necks, yelling in their ear, getting like it was just threw disrespectful. A cup, threw a cup on them. Yeah, and it was just like, like a like threw a full cup of a drink on their back, and it was like this is the Washington. There's not like a rivalry here. This is just the Washington. Right. And, Team. You, and how? And if you're those Washington fans in that situation specifically, it's like, yo, how scared are you? Because you know, to be, and I'm being real, right. like, because I feel like I can't even react because in the grand it's a whole mob of, things, of Browns, fans. I'm surrounded by people who aren't aren't with us, like in respect to like fanhood. So I can't do nothing because they might flip out. No, yeah, right. man, it's you know, I, I just I don't save that for Pittsburgh fans. Yeah, I, I just don't get it, man. Only like, just that mindset. And it's like Jason said in the text the other day, like, you know how much these drinks and popcorn cost? You really dumping your – like, yo, popcorn costs like $10, $15. Whew. I'm not dumping my popcorn. I love popcorn. I ain't I'm, leaving I, it. I'm not dumping it. Anything I buy at a stadium, I'm finishing it before I walk out that stadium. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not dumping – yeah, that, all that stuff is just is corny stuff. If you guys are going to sporting events, I like the, the creative chance funny to me. I like in college – when they're trying to distract the guys with the free throws, and yeah. they do funny stuff like acting like someone's giving birth or crowd surf, whatever. All that stuff is hilarious. I love it. Putting your hands on people, going after people's parents, 
God forbid you go after someone's child. Because that's next. If you're going to go after mom and dad. Somebody's going to say something. Someone's going to say something to someone's child one day. And that's when we're going to see someone lose it. I've seen Ron Artest on um, on Fox Sports saying, like, hey, it's not worth going in the stands. He understands it's disrespectful. He was saying it from, obviously, you all know the malice in the palace and Ron Artest went in the stands. But he's saying you just don't even want to be known for that for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Like, it's, that's why it's not worth it. But You spit so, on me, it's going to be worth it's, it. You spit on me or you do something to my child. Man, I'm throwing. Wait till halftime come. I'm, man, wait till halftime. I'm the <laughs> balls turnover because I'm in the stands. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like if I'm trading that moment, and, you and if you on my team, you better be in the stands with me. They just wrote, like did something to one of my kids. Like I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine. Even if I was on the team, even if it wasn't my kid, and I'm on someone's team, and I see like a fan yell at a kid, dump. Man, I'm in there. I'm in the stands, and we whooping them. Man, I'll tell you. I'm gonna. I'll tell you I'll this. I'll take the charge. Carried out in cuffs like Stone Cold did back in the day. Not because I went to, uh, we went to a hockey game a lot, like years and years ago, and this lady was super intoxicated behind me. And this obviously is not them doing something to like a uh, like a player, mm-hmm. but I can tell you what it feels like to have a drink on you. Lady spilt her whole beer down my back because she was that drunk. Mm. I didn't realize like, and you know, like I'm not like a confrontational person by any means. Thank when God that, that beer hit my back, I was like pissed. I turned around and I was like, "You're a black dude. If you turn around and cuss this lady out," and they were apologizing. I said, "It's all right. I got a washer and a dryer at home. It's not a big deal." And they kept apologizing. And at a point, I'm just wanting like stop talking to me about it because it's making me more upset <laughs> that you spill a beer down my back. And it's not making my shirt dry. Like, and we're at a hockey me. game, so it's cold already. I, I, remember, you know? I remember the one time, and I think it actually might have been the game that me and Jay went to years ago. I think it was when we went to that one Cavs playoff game that you hit me up. Remember I was wearing, Oh, that old white lady got mad? Well, I was thinking about, was that the one where the girl was in the Boston jersey a couple rows in front of us, and they were just saying, like, the reckless shit to her? They may have been. I don't remember. I, I remember a different part of that game. I remember, you know how NBA games, this is what the fans was tripping. This lady was wrong. NBA games, it, it starts to get going. People start standing up. Like, the momentum's going. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this lady was so mad that, that people, people were standing. And, like, she just got mad and threw her towel at, like, the people in front. And it was <laughs> Yo, like, but, yeah. like, the whole arena started to Everybody stand was saying that. Like, the intensity of that game was crazy. Right. And LeBron and them ended up winning that game. But, no, there was a girl. I think back to that game specifically, another moment. There was a takeaway. There was a girl in a Boston jersey a couple rows ahead of us there. She was rooting for Boston, whatever. And the, I honestly can say I felt bad for her because, like, the, the stuff was getting too, like, the intensity of, like, the things they were saying to her was getting too high. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's all fun and games, but there's just, that's still, like, a that's still, like, a woman, you know? And, like, there's still just levels. And I just think that, like, friendly shit talking's a good time and, like, let's do it because, like, that's part of the fun of sports, right? But, like, there's levels, man. Like, chill out. And if that person's not talking back to you, they clearly don't want to be a part of it. Leave them alone. My wife says the same thing. Like, Steph is a huge Steelers fan. She won't go back to Cleveland to watch the Steelers games. Like, because that's the easiest way to watch them. For years it used to be because the Browns suck. So, if you wanted to see the Steelers play, you can easily get Browns tickets because they're horrible. But they were saying just the fans in Cleveland were so rude. And the mean. Cleveland fans are like one of the most. Well, I, listen, if you lose year after year after year and you still show up to this cold stadium, you're going to be rude and mean. That's like fair <laughs> warning. Fair warning. You're much happier fans if you win. Um, but, yeah, she won't go back to watch games there because she was saying it's just. I don't blame her. It's just people are just too rude and they're too drunk. And, you know, what I mean, like, and you. You're right. Like, if it's just you, it would be like her and her mom. You don't want to be caught in that situation. What are you going to do? 
I mean, you can't fight all those people. So it, it's a ridiculous situation. Um, but I'm, I'm happy the playoffs are going. Um, look forward to seeing what happens in the finals. There was a question posing on ESPN because, uh, uh, who was it, Kendrick? Um, what's, the, what's the big man you used to play? Kendrick football? Perkins? Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. And they were bringing up which one is harder to win a championship in, uh-huh. uh, in uh, NFL or the NBA. And it was very interesting. Obviously, the guys on ESPN, a lot of the guys, you know, back their sport, right? They would back whatever sport they particularly played. What do you guys think is the harder one to win a chip in? Man, so, personally, my opinion is, since they're both team sports, like, in football, you got to rely, you you know, on one end you're relying on the defense, and the defensive relying on the offense to get it done. So, as an individual player, like, in football, you, you don't have – you make an impact, but like you're still you don't have, have as much control. You don't have as much control because you're relying on like the guy to the left of you, the guy to right of you. You're relying on both sides of the ball to really get it done. So if you're an offensive player, like if you're just a, if you're a receiver, there's only so much you can do. If you're getting locked up, like there's nothing you can do to help win. So I think it's going to be difficult. And then I think even in basketball, we've seen LeBron being you know one of the greatest players we've watched. We've seen him take a raggedy ass Cavs teams to the finals and get swept because he just had a bunch of bums playing with him. And we know that if you don't have – I forget the score. <laughs> we, we know that if you don't have role players in, like, realistically team sports, if you don't have role players that can help get it done, it's equally going to be just as hard in football and in basketball, in my opinion. I don't think – I think it's just – the argument can be made the same way because you're relying on – I mean, in basketball – you know, obviously, you're out on the court the entire time, but like when you're a LeBron James and you really don't have like good role players, we've seen that he can't just do it himself. So it, it takes a lot to really get there, and it's a lot on people's backs to get there. You know, I just think it's different because you're we're obviously talking about two different sports. You know, so I think it's equal. In my opinion, it's equally just as hard. Fair enough. I think the thing that makes basketball hard. And I'm not saying that that's the harder one, but I think the thing that makes basketball hard is we've started this era now of the super teams, right? So I think that it feels like when the season starts, it's going to be one of X amount of teams. Like this year, just pretty much once the Harden thing happened, it just felt like, okay, Brooklyn's going to win this year, right? Like that's pretty much where we all felt. Yeah. We talked about it on the yeah. podcast. Once Harden went to Brooklyn, I'm like, all right, cool, this year's a wash. Um, so I think that's what definitely makes the NBA difficult. The reason I lean and I only lean towards NFL is because the playoffs is one game. It's in, in NFL, you can have an off day and that's it. You're out of the playoffs. Like that's just it. Your runs over. You're done. You're not going to playoffs or or you're out of the playoffs. You're not going to the next round. So with basketball having like the series, I think that's why there's a little bit more of a chance. But, but again, I think you're really like splitting hairs trying to say one's harder than the other. Because here's my thing when you're talking about the the one and done thing is that means sometimes the best teams don't win. And that's why I feel like the NBA in that regard is harder because you have to actually prove you're the best team. Like you actually have to beat the other team multiple times and you got to worry about adjustments, right? Like, like, and this was what Perk was saying, like, yeah, you can beat a team one time, but you got to worry about the adjustments made the next game. You got to worry about if injuries happen. We were just talking about, you know, that 2015 championship game. If if Kyrie doesn't get hurt, like, what happens with that? Right. I mean, we won that, but, like, what happens, you know what I mean, if he doesn't get hurt? You got to worry about injuries every game. I, I'm with you guys. 
I, I can only imagine it has to be equally as hard to do both, right? There's just more games in basketball, even though basketball is less physically, you know, taxing, you know, there's less, you know, collisions happening. You still got to prove you're the better team through a whole seven-game series. You can't just luck up and win one, right? And football, we know it's hard from a standpoint of you you, you got to depend on whole other sides of balls. Like Brian was saying, you're, you can't impact the game direct as, as direct. And just the movement in football. Football is made for teams not to be bad for long, right? And it was also made for teams not to be good for a long time. Right. In basketball, like you said, these guys have so much control of where they're going. You can set up a super team. And listen, we watched the Warriors versus the Cavs, what, four years in a row? I think it was. like So you're not going to get four years in a row of the same Super Bowl matchup. I mean, that kind of happened with the Bills with their run. But nowadays, you're just not going to get that, right? Like, it's going to be different. Teams are just... The league's set up so if you're bad, like, you can get good quick. NBA's set up, you know, completely different. If you're bad, it's going to take a long time for you to get good. So I'm with you guys where I think it is probably just about even. It's just a matter of perspective. Like I said, I, I think, yeah, one and done if you have a bad night. But I also think, yeah, it, it to prove that you're the better team and have to consistently beat someone, that's just as tough. Well, so. the hard part, one and done, I can argue the downside of it, but I can also argue how that does make it easier. So right. it's hard because, like you said, it's definitely perspective because I could say, well, I might be the crappier team that's stuck in the playoffs. I got lucky. But all man. I got to do is on that day, I just got to be a little bit better that day, and we could see. Eli up. Manning, New yeah. York Giants. True, man. <laughs> like, no one thought the Giants were really the best team, both of those two. They beat an undefeated team. I'm sure if they would have matched up four more times, best of seven, they're probably not winning that, but all you had to do was one time. Do you have a full-blown helmet catch? Like, that don't even make sense. <laughs> right. Like, it's, it's, that's how it goes. It, it, but it's interesting. That's, that's what makes, you know, the NCAA tournament just, you know, interesting, too, because it's like it's just one and done, right? So, um, but, yeah, that's what I wanted to, wanted to go over that. I'm with you guys where I think it is probably the, the most even, even to win championships. It's hard to miss uh, win championships. Other than that, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, what do you think is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? Oh, yeah, I had two more things. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in uh, Green Bay, um, even though he's chilling out in Hawaii, I think it is right now. Just living it. Just living it. Long <laughs> hair, don't care. Hey, living it. Um, my other thing was I wanted to ask you guys, like, and this may tie in because my pick is, is Julio. Shannon Sharp asked him live on air. I don't know if Julio knew he was live on air. That was a big controversy. I feel like Julio had to know he was live. He knew what it was. Um, I think they just wanted to put that out there. But where do you guys think Julio's going to go? You know, where really, I really just keep thinking it's really about to be the Patriots because it just seems like that's the direction it's mm-hmm. going. Um, I feel like the Patriots are a team that's really loading up for this stretch that they're about to hit. Um, the window's there because realistically they're not paying Cam hardly any money, and then they're going to roll into Mac, who's going to be hardly any money, right? So yep. there's money there that they have available. Um, I think that, and I think that you know, Bill doesn't respect draft picks right the same way some guys do so if you ask bill you go with giving that first round draft pick for julio i think for bill the answer is yes yeah absolutely let's go ahead let's do that it's interesting because i agree with you where he doesn't necessarily care about the draft picks the same the only difference is he's never seemed to value the receiver position only time they went for was with randy and randy didn't pan out for nothing right i mean well randy i mean i i don't want to say randy didn't pan out i'm saying it didn't result in the Super Bowl while Randy was there. Uh, well, they should have because they were undefeated. They, they, they lost yeah. the helmet catch. But, I mean, Randy was had a career record-breaking year with them, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't mean it like it didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, it like just it didn't win a Super Bowl. But, but he's always got, you know, slot guys. But that's because you had time. 
now do you look at it different because you don't have the same kind of quarterback? Do you value that that position a little bit more? Because they never put a bit emphasis on it. I, I told you guys before, and I've seen an article today, where they're talking about Baltimore is really serious about making this offer, and that terrifies me. I do not want the not, Baltimore Ravens to they go. Have to tr- to get it's a tra- is, they have to trade for him, right? I'm They'll have to trade for him. Yes. The problem is Atlanta can't take pretty much, though, a player. So it, it, it's picks. really this is a pick situation. Atlanta, oh yeah, and they're trying to they're trying to build for yeah. the future. So Atlanta's situation right now is tough in regards to they they're so cap strapped right now. I was watching this the other to watch them talk about the other day. They're so cap strapped right now that Atlanta hasn't signed any of the people they've drafted yet to a rookie deal. I'm talking about even the guys they drafted late. They're the cheap ones. Mm-hmm. They haven't they can't sign them yet. Because yeah. they, they have no money. And they got to wait till after June 1st to even trade Julio and certain salary caps. They really say that they really expect it to happen quick after this June 1st date. Some people say they could wait longer and start to see how the season plays out because, like, do you play the chess match of, well, let's see who starts to suck because their first round draft picks worth more. Here's the thing Atlanta's got to do something, they need money. So. Julio's going to get out of there. It's just going to be who offers the first round because there's already somebody who's offered a first. It's already out there. Nobody knows what team it is. Somebody's already offered a first. What Atlanta's going to do is try to get a little bit more than just a first, I'm sure, just to you know get see what they can get, get these teams bid against each other. But Baltimore, I have heard, is big on it. I've heard the Patriots are real and interested. Baltimore scares yeah. the Yeah, well, it's awful. Them. I don't want – yeah. So, I, I forgot who I picked, but, man, like I, I know the Patriots was it, but – and I, again, I don't really know if they have the picks and if what they have. Everybody's but I know who's it. there. But not Damn, not the dude. Patriots. I think my second option could be could be Detroit to stick them with. Uh, who Detroit's who? Detroit? I'm a, and, and not that you're wrong, but Detroit's in a rebuild mode because so they just got what's his name from um, golf. From so that's why I was thinking maybe the, they're not trying to win right they're now. Not, yeah, they honest with you. They, you they, wouldn't have hired that that bite your knees coach if you wanted to win right their now. whole thing is they're they're an honest rebuild mode that's why even with their picks were like starting off with lineman stuff like that they're not trying to win right now they're going to say they're trying to win right now because that's what you say yeah but they're honestly in a rebuild mode i didn't know if they would try to figure something out to get golf like a you know a decent receiver it would be a good move uh, first off anybody that trades for julio it's a good choice like because <laughs> realistically for the most part julio is going to be a great ad for any team I, you know, 40, 49ers, I still think, come in the mix in my mind a little bit. I still really think Jay's the one that brought in my attention. The more that I thought about it, I think he could be highly right, would be the Raiders. I know that you were the one, like, he brought, he actually yeah. brought their, them up to me. I wouldn't have thought of them, I don't think, otherwise. Um, but, yeah, like, Baltimore is the scariest one, mainly because of the fact that we would have to face them. Now, the difference, though, where I wonder if it pans out, though, is a first from Baltimore. Baltimore's going to have to give out more. A first from Baltimore means less than a first from certain other teams. It does. It just depends on those other teams or what they're were they willing to give a first. If the other teams weren't willing to give a first and Baltimore is one of the only ones offering you a first, then you have to take the first take regardless. It. Yeah, because there can be a team like two another first team. round draft picks. I think Dallas might do it. Up. Dallas well, might try to jump in. Dallas, <laughs> Jerry Bear, stay the hell out. Dallas <laughs> would may try to jump in. It would be stupid. It'd be terrible. But because that's not where their their weakness is at. That's actually a strength for they them. They got so it good makes receivers. No yeah. sense. But that doesn't stop Dallas from doing dumb stuff. So Dallas would, <laughs> I think Washington should be another team looking at doing it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I receiver. doubt they will because they just they just don't do stuff like that. Um. I still think the Packers, if they want to smooth this over with Aaron, this would be very smart. It's like I don't know their cap situation, but if you want to go ahead and sacrifice first round pick. And you go get the, and have Julio playing alongside with uh, Devontae Adams, 
And Aaron Rodgers, you're mad, but come yeah. on back. We got you a bit. You, you want a weapon? On TikTok, when people do that dice roll walk, you know, yeah, that's that's Aaron coming back in <laughs> to training camp when he sees Julio and Devonte because right. all, all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, okay, say less, because then all of a sudden Lazard looks like a crazy number three. It's right. like, yeah, it's it. My yeah. top pick would be the Patriots. We'll try to do it. Let me tell you another team out there, dark horse, because they have a lot of capital. Is Miami? Miami's been stacking up draft capital. Um, Tua's on that rookie deal still. You drafted Jalen Waddle. Miami you, was one I liked, too. But you don't have a lot of other – you drafted Jalen Waddle. I think you got Will Fuller, who suspended a couple games still. Miami is an interesting pick. And, and listen, I don't know how much say, quote-unquote, Julio has in it, but players love to go to Miami. People love to live on South Beach. So I tax, also, I state also tax could free. see – I could see Philly. Philly really needs, like, another receiver. I can see Philly, but Philly, again, is in rebuild mode to me. Like, I think they're taking this year to say – Hey, well, is Jalen Hurts good or not? And that's the scary part, too, where I do agree with you is, like, I don't know that you can give up that first right now because if Hurts isn't good this year, right. you need that first or you're screwed. Then, then like, you're moving forward. So there's teams that just, like, who was on the who was on the cusp. I think the, the Raiders, they, they missed out on having Antonio Brown on the team because that fell through, so they'll probably want another weapon. That's why I feel like they're there. I feel like the best team may be the Chargers if the Chargers wanted to go for it. Adding him, having Keen Allen, Justin Herbert's on a rookie deal. I think that would be one of the better moves um, that can be made. But, yeah, there's only certain teams, I think, playoff teams, and that's where Julio wants to go. I know the Titans are another favorite. Um, and the Titans players are trying hard to get Titans them. players are out there recruiting. And DeAndre Hopkins is saying he'll restructure his deal and all this crazy stuff for Arizona. But if 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 DeAndre – I don't think he, I don't think that's it. It would never happen. But if he went to freaking Arizona, and you mean to tell me their start their top three receivers would be literally Hopkins and Julio, and then their third receiver would be AJ Green. The third first, receiver and their fourth is Christian Kirk, who's not a bad receiver. That would be nuts. I'd have to put, I'd have to fly to Vegas to put money down on Kyler being MVP just because of the, the listen. Weapon. The odds are about to change drastically once that trade happens. So we'll see what happens, though. The Julio deal is, is going to be really interesting because that's like that's like one of the last big offseason chips to fall, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the Brownies are still looking good. No no big news out of there. Everyone just seems to be grinding, putting their head down. Still haven't signed like the top couple guys, right? Yeah, that's all. That's I mean, all but that's like – I'm not, not – not that that's news. I'm just saying I'd... they'll get them done. They're at OTAs. I, I know it was interesting because um, – some of the Browns players not showing up to OTAs with J.C. Treader being the player president and all that kind of stuff. And then some guys had COVID. They had to send some guys home. So that part was a little bit interesting. But other than that, nothing nothing super newsworthy going on with the Browns right now. Uh, so we're, we're looking to be rolling pretty good, though. We're looking, uh, Sports is looking pretty good. Indians are up and down, they're, but they're still right up at the top. So I think, that's, uh, I think that's it for sports. I don't think I got anything else. Um, I, di- I did have – I had a hot take. But we didn't record last week, so I was driving around thinking about something. Jason might, Jason might appreciate this. Jeff, you're gonna look at me like I'm crazy. I actually do think that like aliens have been here <laughs> because I'm. Think- I mean, I, the proof is only. I out keep there. thinking about like the pyramids and like the Great Wall of China and like the things that have been built. Mm-hmm. And then right, like right, even right. even if you look at like where we're at like from a technological standpoint mm-hmm. with how smart we are Supposedly. and where we've come from, like. People possess, like, this knowledge that's just, like, crazy. You know what I mean? So it's like, is there, like, alien DNA and in in people and it's just scattered around? And we just, 
Why are you looking at me like that, Jeff? Y'all, y'all got a separate text thing where you come up with ideas to try no, to trigger like, me. I, don't I, did, I didn't even talk to Jason about no, this shit. Like, I, I just always waiting. I text you guys I was, to tell I was you waiting. The general came out. The dude from the Pentagon came out and says, "Yes, we have unidentified." Yeah, they're forcing. Yeah, they're forcing the hand of the U.S. government un- to start talking about an unidentified flying object. Could simply mean like Russia built something and flew it. With right. aliens okay. in it, right? That's, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to mean aliens. Jeff is Could right. be some dude No, named I know. Sh- yeah, I know. But, but here's, here's the thing that you got to ask yourself. Is Russia that far advanced that us to do okay, building I just, something? I just, that's, use, I just use them for an example. It could be whatever, China, Japan, whatever you want to, whoever you want to use. Even then, even how like Brian's saying, the technology is like pretty much even with the top countries, right? So how do they have something that we don't even have yet that's flying No one can rate? still explain like, the pyramids to this day, or the Mayan Bro, temples. I, people try to tell me that that humans were building the pyramids. Well, and they it's, were, it's, I those things bullshit. weigh too much weight. You're telling me these people built pyramids in the sand? Have you tried running in sand? Pulley and you talking about they pulley yeah. system, Jeff? You know how long they've been working on Route Eight? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a different argument. I don't know why. Now, well, the aliens need to come fix Route Eight because <laughs> the humans can't get that right to save their lives. <laughs> you're not gonna sell me on there's there's aliens out there and we just ain't found them. Like, bro, that's or like maybe you're th- telling us this because you don't want us to know you're an alien. All the reverse Uno card has been played. Jesus, take the wheel, bro. Like, <laughs> listen, in all seriousness. I, I I can't believe that Earth is just the only place with life. I don't. I can't believe it anymore. Either. And I, I'm not thinking that aliens are green little men. I honestly think they can't. It's not that different from from regular people. Like I feel like the difference is that slight. Like I, I, I think so too. Like when you start studying DNA, you start seeing like how close we're related to like primates. Yeah, the right? chromosome, the chromosomes are just like a few off to just so being it's like, different right, than how, animals. There's another race out there. I just can't believe we'd be the only people in the whole universe. The whole universe? Come on, man. But you know, it's interesting though because I know we're going to do it. But Jason kind of got me. I, I kind of listened to Jason. I listened to the, the Joe Budden podcast a little bit. And the funny thing is they talked about that whole alien. You know, they kind of talked about it, and I think this is where the thought came from. And it's like, man, if aliens did come to where we, you know, it was something that does exist, it does change the whole concept of so many things, especially like religious belief. You know what I mean? Like, Right, of why we would want to. Essentially what they were saying is why you would not want people to know about aliens yeah. is because people will start questioning stuff like religion, namely you'll start questioning a bunch of, I think, and they brought up another good point, and I, I've seen this point on, on TV shows and stuff like that, or more fiction TV shows, but when you look at the technology advancements in a short time, like, come on, man. I, Jeff is looking at us crazy, but just think about it. Think I, about, and that's what made no, me on, think. think about this. We went from our CD players as kids yeah. to every song ever being in our phones right. in a span of like 20, 30 years. You're telling me it took them like a thousand years to build a pyramid and take it out, but it took, you know what I'm saying? Like the technology went from like small advancement, small advancement, small advancement. And then from like 2000 or from like 97 on from whenever they had the windows coming from on, we just had this huge rush of like, we can do crazy stuff. We got self-driving cars. Now we were just like, just the intelligence level. Twenty man. years like, ago, there's... we had to roll the window down manually, and now we have self-driving cars. Yeah, it's just called normal advancement. No, that's not normal. Yeah, I, don't, Jack. I just, I just, I don't, I don't think. The... I, I, I really think that there's more to us than what we know. 
It's like the Brian's on a deeper level. I'm looking at the technology and saying the... this is crazy, bro. We went from <laughs> big screen tube TVs. Now we have 4K. 4K. We just don't Two know. Two years ago, yeah. we was at 1080p. I am on a deeper level. I just think there's more to life than what we really know, and we mm. will never know because whatever it is that is in the Vatican on all these places, we're never going to have access to it to ever Ooh, find out where deep where the originality of so many things came from. Area 51. They keep Vatican. everything locked up for Pentagon. a reason. CIA. Just, I mean, just really think about it. Like, the why is everything pyramids. locked up with double, triple security? They don't want information to get out because there's more to mm. it than what we will ever find out in our lifetime. How much is your identity really worth? Yeah. What does Jordan Peele really know? I mean, dude, look at like if you look at our hands and look at our fingerprints and you look at how much data they can get off of a fingerprint. Mm. Like, dude, it's just it's mind. Think blowing. about your first iPhone to your iPhone now. The technology's been crazy, yeah. Jeff. I don't Same know how man. you're not on like, board. There's got to be an alien presence. I don't know how you're I, not on board, guys. I don't know what just happened here on this podcast. <laughs> I, like, I, I, th- these last five minutes were not approved by me. I'm just not aware this is where this is going, and I. Uh, I don't know, man. No, I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I just, I'm not built that way. I'm not wired that way. If 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 there was an opportunity, Jeff, and somebody said, "Hey, man, we're gonna we're giving everyone an opportunity to get a, a free trip to was it Mars? What planet are they trying to inhabit? That probably that, Mars. That's I think it's Mars. Thing. Would you take the opportunity to go to Mars for free? Wait, and I didn't. I don't think it's Mars. We're trying. I don't think. I thought Mars wasn't livable. There's a planet that they're looking at that is Isn't livable. It like Jupiter or something like that. Regardless. Yeah. Would see? you take the opportunity to go to a planet? So they say. They say, look. We're gonna we'll take you there for free because I'm skeptical. Or like you could win the opportunity to go and you won it. Would you go to Jupiter? Any, just a planet if they if to, we to, 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 yeah. What's there to do though? I'm saying like, like this ain't a Vegas trip. What am I doing <laughs> in Jupiter? Like is there are they building hotels and stuff there? Is there a resort first? I'm not going. I mean, I'm taking the opportunity. It seems like a cool <laughs> opportunity, but I watched that one movie with um, Star Lord and the other chick. Oh, where they were on the... Um, yeah, and they yeah. were only two? Yeah, yeah I'm not just, doing that. That took too long. Because everyone else was still asleep, right? Yeah. And they accidentally woke up. Well, he woke her up because he, he was lonely. Yeah. That was some. That was, that was pretty shitty. Was that was selfish on his behalf. Douchebag. My biggest thing would be, it took me a long time to get on a plane... I don't know that I'm getting on... A, I don't know that I'm getting on a spaceship. Just because there's a lot that goes... You got to do... You can't just get on a spaceship. Like, Toss me those gummies, Jay. <laughs> no, but no, but they like they got training. They stuff. make astronauts go through training. Like that's when they start talking about recreational. What is not recreational? What's uh, uh, commercial space travel, space stuff. tourism, or whatever? I'm yeah. thinking to myself like that. Also means you got to go through training. That's like for being an astronaut. I, I, they're probably going to try to figure out a way to do it where you don't have to be. Yeah, because I mean, I'm in in the beginning. People had to go through. I'm not not getting on the rocket going. I'm not getting on the rocket. Like that's my no homo. I'm giving. I'm giving. I'm just. I'm going to see what it's like. If I I had the opportunity, I'm I'm going. If they if they come up now, listen. Once the aliens give us their technology to transport, they already gave us the technology. But I'm saying. But I'm saying once they give us like the Star Trek transport technology. Oh, dude, for sure. And they can just beam me up. Beam me up. Cool. Yeah. yeah, give me there. Uh, but as but, long as I can, as long as I land on the, the planet with like everything I came with, like you know my legs, my feet. As long as my some... arm don't end up on my head because it's piecing me back together. So there's some alien out here named Steve that doesn't look that different than us. That he's just randomly every now and then he sends us a file. Steve let... Jobs. I mean, he passed away, but he could have been an alien. Well, listen, oh. listen. If you want to talk, no, <laughs> Brian. If you want to talk about it, how much has Apple not grown since Steve Jobs left? That's true. I mean, let's just keep and it the dude apart. in the wheelchair could have been an alien too that passed away. The dude, they always. What uh mimic on Big oh, Bang Theory? Yeah, yeah. 
because he talked like quantum physics, man, that's some deep stuff. For humans to understand quantum physics. It's deep. I mean, we, deep. Made, we made it all. But listen, all right, we're going way over time talking about nonsense. But I still believe nonsense. aliens are real. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. Our DNA is probably not that far off. Listen, how else do you explain Braun averaging 25 a game for 12 <laughs> seasons? And nobody else has done it more than like Welcome yeah. to the Space Jam. Nobody else has skill, Jeff? Just Braun? There's levels to skill. Man, okay. Right. Just like I was a natural axe thrower the time we went. I'm not an alien. We don't know we that. Don't you know keep that, deflecting dude. from the question. No, we don't have a way to test. I just told you I'm not. We I, just don't, we don't have know a way to test. Hey, Jason, go get a knife. <laughs> we're gonna sit what lab is going to tell us if it was an alien or not. Hey, I stabbed my friend to get some of his blood. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a wild news story. Hey, he's like, all right, you put on this jacket It all started here. with a podcast. And hey. the man, local no. anchorman gets stabbed. People are like, man, I, I, thought Brian, I knew Brian said, where's up? But this dude stabbed his friend to see if he was an alien. Podcast numbers went through the roof. That's what we got to do to take it to the next level, folks. Sorry, Jeff. We're out to stab people out here. <laughs> All right. Other than that, we have nothing else. We are out of here. We appreciate you guys rocking with us, especially if you stayed through all this silliness. Thank you very much. We will be back with you next week. Go Bucks.